0: Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Good night. standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Buckle up, pilots. It's time for the All Wings Report In podcast with your hosts, Vinny and Chris. Negative. Negative. I didn't go in. What's going on, everyone? You are listening to the All Wings Report In podcast. I am your co-host, Vinny. With me, as always... It's my older brother Chris. Hey.
1: Ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum. Right. Oh, did you
0: want me to go fat in, in that point right there? Ba 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 fat
1: Ba 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 like a
0: like a, a cool swing song or like a like a jazz thing. I I liked what they did there for the end credits song. I like I like the new version. The remix, maybe as you want to call it. I
1: think I'll like say trap music.
0: Not a chance. seven weeks up seven weeks down that is a wrap for season one of the book of boba fett (laughs) time flies when you're having fun uh when it comes to star wars or in the podcast world seven weeks man flew by pretty quick i remember we were waiting for the series for quite some time you know we we talked and came and went fast fastest fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy
1: I'm sad. And now we
0: have until May for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which was just announced uh, as this show ended, uh, you know, as your emotions were running high and everything kind of ended. Now, Obi-Wan was announced for May 25th, right in the midst of uh, Star Wars Celebration. So that is a very cool announcement for us as the show ended.
1: Well, it's also 45 years to the day that they released Star Wars A New Hope. May 25th of 1977. Yeah, it's an important date, man. Yeah, so it's like, hey, here's a little
0: birthday gift to Star Wars in itself. They gifted themselves a gift on Star Wars, but the gift is actually for us.
1: I was going to say, I think the gift is maybe for the the fans.
0: I want to start off the episode and say thank you to the guests that joined us this season for the Book of Both at Breakdowns when we had... Alex Gaskarth from All Time Low. We had Robbie Fox from My Mom's Basement podcast. We had Silver from Star Wars Thrifting. And then last week, we had Garrett Nicholson from The Main. Thank you to those four for coming on the podcast. It was a real treat for us to kind of talk shop with some like-minded Star Wars fans and break these episodes down for you. It's good to have another perspective on here. Kept Chris and I on our toes a little bit. And then I I really want to say thank you to to everyone who listened during these episode breakdowns, you know, these last seven weeks, you know, whether it's your first time listening and and you found us, you know, during these breakdowns or where you, you have been a a day one listener when we launched this thing over a year ago, we really appreciate it. It's been awesome connecting with everyone on social media, Instagram and Twitter, and we see you guys and and we really appreciate it. And, you know, we do this, you know, as a hobby, we do this though, you know, to to make friends and to connect with Star Wars fans. You know, we first started this. We just wanted to make a small rip, ripple in the uh, you know Star Wars galaxy, and I feel like, in, in a way, we're we're doing that. And I, I feel you know satisfied and fulfilled in this hobby that is Star Wars podcasting. So I want to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for tuning in every week. The texts, the DMs, they uh, they go a long way. So you're the reason we do it. And I just really wanted to give like a a heartfelt, like, thank you before we even get into talking about the show, breaking it down and, and getting into it. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. It means a lot to me. So thank you.
1: I think, I think you, I think you, you said it all really. I, I think the only thing I would add, add to that really was, you know, we kind of talked about this, uh, earlier in the week and I said, I wanted to for me like personally maybe be better with like not so, so when we started this podcast right it was it was also to be a a positive space for for Star Wars and the fandom right and it was like all the things that we uh loved about it there's there's I mean you won't find a lot of stuff that me and you don't like but even still it was all about keeping it positive I think we do a pretty good job of that on here. Every once in a while, I find myself getting sucked in. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I get sucked in and then I comment on the more negative, uh, you know, if something's received negatively, if other people don't like it. And I just need to like do a better job of understanding like, hey, everyone is entitled to their opinion. They're not going to like everything. I I mean, again, I I might not agree with all that, but... I'm going to go ahead and assume that when people are listening to this podcast, it's because they either, you know, they want something where it's, you know, Star Wars is uh, celebrated and I think maybe they like our takes on things and they are like-minded people like us. At least that's kind of what I've come to gather. So I'm going to do a better job of kind of like shutting out some of that outside noise and, and keep it to, you know, our opinions. I, know I think I mean? one of
0: the worst things that Twitter has done is they do exist <laughs> besides that <laughs> is it gives you like a a popular topic or not even like a trending topic, but it says like tweets like this and it will just dump Star Wars stuff onto your timeline that you don't necessarily want to see. I mean, it's good for us. The more we put ourselves out there, communicate, talk, tweet, whatever, you'll see all wings report, you know, on the Twitter feed. And, and that's, and that's good. But then again, you get kind of the, the other side of it too, or it's just some BS that you kind of don't want to see. And that, you know, that's with anything in the world. And we're really kind of involved now, like in, in a sense of where we're putting content out there, we're reading, we're maybe diving a little bit deeper than we would have if we just went about it and watched it and just talks amongst friends. But I don't know. I really feel like we we kind of see both sides of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But hey, that's why we're here to do this and you know, we're not always going to agree with what other people say and at the end of the day, we love the book of Boba Fett. That's that's the end that's the end there. I loved it.
1: Yeah, I I put that out there the other day. I did the Muppets thing again. We loved it because it was uh and it's funny, I didn't even have to really talk to you. Like it me and you were always on the same page with this stuff, so I knew that you Loved it also. You know I think I mean?
0: because I watched the episode so early in the morning and then I like have like a, a decent sized coffee and then I commute to work and I'm like already firing on all cylinders at an early hour in the morning. So I'm already like senses are heightened. I'm like, oh, it's so much. But yeah, we're we're on the same page with this and there's not much that we kind of even aside, well, aside from Star Wars it really don't like not agree on. I mean, we have that brotherly like bumping heads, but when it comes to Star Wars, like we're right there with it. So I know like, you know, we're both going to... Sp- Speak our minds and it's going to come, you know, from the same from the same place, you know, so but cool, man. Do what you got to do on there.
1: Yeah, I, I will just say that, you know, we're going to break down the the, the last episode here. But, you know, it is bittersweet because I, I really, really enjoyed all the, you know, the the season was a lot of I know the pacing seemed maybe not not off, but it seemed funny. Just because it was like it was slow, and then it was fast, and then it was a lot, and it was you know, I don't know. I loved all of it. Like I feel like the thing I love about Star Wars is that it's at times unpredictable. You know, there's times where it's very predictable, and you're like, oh, I saw that coming. But it's still that's the other thing you love about it. You know, you 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 might love the familiarity and all that, but I found the series to be kind of unpredictable. Like I came in, tried to not have too many expectations. Certain things plot-wise that I thought were going to happen didn't happen. And other things we thought were going to happen did happen. And even though we knew they were going to happen, I still found myself, like, those moments were my favorite moments, I I think, of the the entire series. Like, I think it was kind of a general consensus that Cad Bane was going to show up at some point. But then when he did, I still found myself, like, completely losing it, loving every minute of that. Uh, you know we're going to get into it here, but the the rancor piece, it was almost you know we kind of figured he was going to by the end of it ride this rancor and and you know when I saw it, same thing. I, I was just losing it. I loved it, and, and I actually was a fan of of that last episode. I know Robert Rodriguez did it. It didn't feel different to me at, at all. Like I I I really really liked maybe and maybe it's because. I thought Robert Rodriguez's episode last season of Mando. uh, Was it the tragedy or the... Which one is it? Basically, the one where Grogu's kidnapped on Tython.
0: You were looking for me to fill in there to say what what, what the the name of the episode was?
1: Yeah, we don't have a guest this week. Who else am I talking to? (laughs) Me, your mom. Dude, how about about for... Neil. Here's the best part. The people at home don't know this. Me and Vin are like trying something out this week. So I'm literally, even though I'm not there, we're on video together. Like we're not posting the video, but I can Picking see you right now. Yeah. Well, for one, I don't know. I was what looking, at looking at the episode dude, name.
0: It's yeah, um, it's the tragedy. Holy, yeah, chapter chapter shit, fourteen. Man. This is the Smartless podcast. It was a I don't know, I you it? got it right. Yeah, just like you know the Smartless know. podcast, and and you know, and, and I think, uh, Dax Shepard does does his podcast this like that. No, we could have like kept our thumb over like- it and surprised. It's me.
1: Oh, I see. I'm like, this is nothing like the SmartList podcast. Which, by the way, for for podcast fans, me me and Vinny went and saw Smartless live. It was last cool week with the guest Brooklyn. of David
0: Letterman. We were there for that show, which was cool. It
1: was amazing, and uh, we even got upgraded, gifted VIP yeah, wristbands for a Q and A afterwards. And how about how about your boy Vinny? Vinny first in line. They picked. I think 5 people per so so if you're not familiar the the Smart List podcast is Sean Hayes, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett. I want to say they picked what like 5 people per per person to ask a question. So right like 5 5 people asked Sean Hayes a question, 5 people asked Bateman and Yeah, that like, was it. Arnett. You know, was that and right? then they had like some extras after that, yeah. So Vinny wanted to ask Sean Hayes a question because Sean Hayes is admittedly a big star Wars fan so that of course, and you could have, and really you could have asked Bateman something. You could have asked Arnett something. You chose to ask Sean Hayes a question because you yeah, know, shout out
0: Wars to uh, two of our buddies uh, that are out there on the tour. Uh, my buddy, Dan, uh, who's a listener of the podcast and our, my buddy uh, Jara, he's out there. So I asked Sean a question. I said, Sean, if Kathleen Kennedy called you tomorrow and offered you any role in the Star Wars universe, whether it's movie, voiceover, live action, what role uh, did you want to to play or to, to to star as? And his answer was Luke Skywalker. So, um, <laughs> cool. Hey, not not really. what I thought he was going to say, uh, you know. But uh, hey, that's if that's that's probably the best Star Wars answer he could have given me. You know, I thought maybe I was looking for an answer of something
1: that hasn't been done before, but you know, he, he wanted I, to play Luke, and and
0: that's that's very cool with me.
1: I was gonna say I know that wasn't just him, like not because he's talked about he was a big fan of the solo movie. I know that he likes the Mandalorian. I'm not sure so much about Book of Boba Fett. I, I did almost like spoil it for about him, that, him too. <laughs> I think like
0: I gave like a spoil, like I kind of talked about the episode at the end of my question
1: after he gave his answer. I was like, Oh yeah. Especially after that last episode. The best part was you were in it. You're asking the questions. I'm I'm just watching Arnett. Arnett was just checked out. He was like, what? The well, heck? like, not even to he go just,
0: too deep down into this, but not, so many other people right. that like went up there <laughs> and, you know, you get briefed before you go and, you know, the Q&A. It's like, "Play, hey, please don't ask to this, that, the third. Don't ask them to take a selfie, do call your best friend, FaceTime someone, whatever. And literally a third of the people did that after they said, please don't do that, please. Yeah.
1: I'm like, it was it was mostly it was mostly cringeworthy. Yeah, a lot of people. And uncomfortable, but you did, you, you, did, you did, good. You asked first in line, maybe Broke you the ice for him.
0: I, I, feel like I gave them like, a, you know, like, hi, hey, this guy's, you know, this. Is, hopefully, the rest of them go like this. And of course, it did not. So anyway, it
1: was yeah, like twenty five hundred uh, people. Beautiful
0: there? theater. Yeah, not for the beautiful Q&A, but theater in, in, in the theater. Beautiful. you think
1: we could ever? You think we well, are we ever going to get to a point for, where we for twenty five hundred people? Not a chance in
0: uh, Dathomir. But uh, maybe, yeah, I would love that. I would love to do something like that. Work it out. Uh, do like a live chat room. Pe- talk to people. We'll get there.
1: Goals, baby. We're we're already we're already smart yeah. That's less. a fact.
0: So let's talk. Book of Boba Fett. In the name of honor, chapter seven. Hopefully, we get a season two because this show rocked. It gave us the most amount of Boba Fett that we have seen since the original trilogy, aside from. The comics and, and, you know, you got a little younger Boba in the Clone Wars, but
1: Boba you think Boba. you know someone
0: and you think you have like a, you make up this story and this perception of this character in your head based on, uh, you know, uh, nine minutes of screen time in the original trilogy, but
1: you think, you think, you, you think, you know, You think, someone. you know, I think you found true love early and, you, and you catch the early flight home from San Diego and you, you think, you
0: know, but you have no idea. This is the diary or the book of Boba Fett. MTV, the diary, get it? You see what I did there? Pretty nice. Not bad. Do you remember that show on MTV? The diary? It was like the diary like all these music guards did it
1: I uh, yeah, vaguely. It was like that was like MTV's take on like VH1 behind yeah, exactly the music. That. Kind of. But it was like not as good.
0: Thanks. Yeah, Appreciate it. Everything, everything that I—the only thing we don't agree on—I know we're getting like off topic of stars here. Music, we do not agree on music, music? anything at all. Like it's, it's like. I'm, I'm, I'm more old. Don't even think you know what I like. Like I honestly don't think you know what I listen to, like at all.
1: I I don't think you have any
0: idea. I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. Okay.
1: I could tell you. I could tell you right now. I know. I know. Like the one. I know the artist you listened to the most last year on Spotify.
0: Okay, because I shared it or I told you, <laughs> and you probably didn't even listen to that record when I said, "Hey, go listen to this for me." Yeah, exactly. But I did not. But listen it's to like, record but, here, but for you, you'll say, well, "Hey, did you listen well, to John Mayer record? Dude, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good."
1: But in fairness, I'm only saying that because that's the only thing I think you would, because I feel like that's like a hybrid, like it's a cross between something that I would listen to and you would listen to if i told you to go back though and listen to like i don't know but before before these guys started pulling their music off of spotify when i was listening to like the deja vu album by crosby stills nash and young i think if i was like hey man you should you know you should check out that album i really like it uh one of my favorites i don't think you you would to
0: to things you like than you're less open-minded the things that i like yeah, okay, probably, exactly. So that. let's talk Star Wars. Let's really probably, open her up here. Great opening scene. I know I probably say that all the time, like a broken record. Great scene. Love this scene. Yup, I need to get some better choice words here. But Boba Fett and Fennec Shand return to the scene of the crime to start the episode uh, where the cantina, the bar, the lounge, the speakeasy that the beautiful Garza Whip once managed, ran, was the leader of, is just in ruins and ashes. You know, and they're kind of looking around like, hey, this is this is all that's left, you know, and and they know that things have kind of taken a turn here and the pikes mean business.
1: Again, nothing surprising there. Uh, I think you had to know after last week's episode, that was a major cliffhanger. I knew immediately we were going to probably start there this week. Pretty cool. You know, Mando returns like right away, right in that, right in that scene. He's back from Freetown, you know, and he, you know, informs Boba Fett and Fennec that they're going to give a garrison of troops and that the cost of that's going to be free. All they have to do is what, like, Shut down the.
0: Yeah, and there's spice a, and then Phoenix like, "Hey, there's a lot of money be, to be made there," and you know this is kind of. Well,
1: that uh, was Jabba's. Yeah. That was Jabba's business. Oh. So Jabba was a, uh, in addition to being like a gangster, he was. I mean, he's like a drug. Like dealer, a little spice.
0: I try his little spice.
1: Hallucige- hallucinogenic drug. I guess. You know what that is? I think we made this connection before, but for all the people that have probably heard about it, that's that whole connection to Dune. You know, there are people who have said that, you know, George Lucas kind of ripped off of Dune because that those stories came first, the spice, even down to it being like hallucinogenic. That's kind of a major plot point of Dune.
0: Boba Fett kind of wants to bunker down at the at the palace and kind of. The most Vespa bike gang, as we like to call them, kind of tells them it's a bad idea, and they kind of want to stay put right there and and defend the city. And they think it's the mods. They
1: think it's the a better idea to kind of like hang tight and and stay there. Can I uh can I point out something funny though? This, this I thought this was really great. I I I saw this. Uh, I just thought this was really funny. The mods, right? I, I just remembered seeing this. Like really, one like it was kind of comical. maybe someone was saying something about the mods at one point, not seeming like star Warsy. And someone was like, dude, you know, Darth Vader's a mod. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like, I just, I thought about it. I'm like, Oh yeah. Uh, I just, I thought that was like comical, but I I think, yeah, it it, Boba Fett was kind of easily. Swayed, I guess you could say, right. He, he kind of sees what they're saying, right. That when the mods basically say, Hey, we're, we're not leaving. We're we're, we're going to stay here, fight for our, for our town or our city. Boba agrees to stay. Now this kind of also reminded me of that scene in The Mandalorian where they're pinned down inside of that uh that one building when the Death Troopers come and Moff Gideon's yeah, that- there. Remember that scene? They're able to sneak out. They, yeah, they they cut out the back. It rem- I don't know I f- I was I was like majorly getting those vibes like I was waiting for the the Pike army to show up at any minute and kind of pin them down in there. I mean it didn't exactly play Speaking out of like Mando that, uh, like.
0: Carl Carl Rathers tweeting today that Mando three is gonna like rock and like knock our socks off just like a maybe he tweeted that from the set or or, or whatever. Um, but he definitely put out a hype tweet today. Love that.
1: Are you? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Everything, everything that they've done so far has been a big wow to me. You, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel very, I, I, but I think Star Wars, where it's at its strongest, if I'm being completely honest, is when it's something that's completely new. I think that's why Mando uh, was such a home run. And we talked about this too, was like, the Mandalorian was a character that we've never seen before. You know, it was literally created to kick off disney's live action and i think that was the more i think about it that was done carefully because it's hard when you you know they've taken some pretty big steps we'll say or big swings when you try to take a character that's so beloved like a boba fett or a han solo or even a luke skywalker and try to further that story because people you know people are so passionate about them and they they you know they 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 hold them near and dear and i think when they see that that character has evolved in a way in which maybe you didn't imagine that's maybe when you create i think that that's that, all i'm saying is i think that's why maybe some people have been disappointed but i can tell you that what i like where i think star wars is at its best right now is some of the new stuff that they've introduced both in this series and like, for example, the Cobb Vanth character, again, we we said this, I think, last week, shout out to Chuck Wendig, created that character for the Aftermath book, but seeing him play out in live action, and we're going to get into where we think that could go, like, what a great character, you know, and it's like, and these are people that you want to root that you're like, easy to root for, you want to root for, so anyway
0: love that we got to see a, a glimpse of Cad Bane very early on in the episode eerie vibe when you see him kind of walking you know the streets of uh you know, walking the, the those the I don't know if it's Mos Eisley or, or wherever he's back from his uh you know muscle mission um when he was out there with Marshall – He's in. Yeah.
1: This is most Eisley that he's walking into when we see the right, and when he looks back at the
0: Jawas with those you know scary red eyes at night, and that was creepy. You know, he he's definitely a you know a cr- creepy character in that sense. And you just can tell like he's the villain. You know, I love seeing that. Yeah, don't know what the Jawas are doing that late at night. Um, you know, out working like it's, it's pretty late. This dude's got to get some get some shut eye.
1: No, they're they're yeah, probably stealing, dude.
0: Ah, I, like. I get it. You know, the crooks. That's what they do. And uh the leader of the pikes you know, it's kinda of like in this little hideout with the mayor. And he goes, uh, you know, you know, you're back kind of quick. You don't have to really worry about Freetown anymore. You know, uh, you know, he's kinda of had a word with Cobb Vanth and he thinks that like Cobb it, he's kinda of like made his point across by maybe killing one of his friends and blasting him.
1: If it already wasn't clear at this point, we figure out that the mayor is literally working hand in hand with the pikes. He's not off world as his, uh, but his major domo or his, uh, you know, had indicated or vacation or whatever he's supposedly doing. He's hiding it out or waiting out this, this quote unquote war at the like headquarters, so to speak of the pikes. And he's even talking about how, he didn't agree to have them start blowing up, like blowing up the sanctuary. You know, he's unhappy about it, but at the same time, he wants he wants Boba Fett stopped, and clearly, he's like in bed with the Pike Syndicate officially. So I know
0: we this character is loosely based, or or got they got the idea from. I just brain farted. Oh, Clint Eastwood. So, when they did that shot of him from, like, the chest up and he's, like, across the room, the angles, the, the way this was shot and and just – I love this interaction here. You know, you just get the idea that Cad Bane is – I don't know, man. He's just a killer. And, you know, you can tell he's a little bit older here because I think in this story, it's been calculated, figured out. He's approximately 70 years old. He's an old, he's an old guy. I mean, he's lived through the Clone Wars. You know, he's – it's, it's some time. It's return post-Return of the Jedi. I mean, this is, you know, that there's there's some time between pre-order 66, five years after Return of the Jedi. So this guy's got some miles on him. Um, I really, I know there's a complaint of the color they used on him and all this stuff. Thought he looked awesome. This is the greatest, I would say, cameo from animated to, to live action. I know they've done Ahsoka, Saw Gerrera the the you know the list goes on here but i thought this cameo was solid and i really love that they brought this character to live action
1: uh, i was going to say an important plot point here is that they're talking about does he have basically they're asking if boba fett has any other allies any other friends anyone else that could help him the mayor knows that he used to live um, among the tuskins and we find out we were we were wrong, or I was wrong. Uh, I'll say, uh, I thought it was would have been Cad Bane to have maybe gunned it's not down. Not very often Cousins.
0: that Chris uh, owns up to and, making a mistake. So you, 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 here you go, everybody. Ugh, feel feel the love, the nice. brotherly love.
1: The uh, love, yeah, it happens. It's it's not a doesn't happen much, but it does happen. The Pikes, the, it was the Pikes the whole time. They, the Pikes are the ones who gunned down and killed the Tuscans and they made it look like the Swoop Gang. And they even know, I mean, clearly they know a lot because they go on to explain to the mayor and Cad Bane that it's, the, the as far as Boba Fett's concerned, it's been dealt with. Because he already exacted his revenge on the swoop bike gang, and you can tell uh, Cad Bane like he loves this. He says, "I I didn't know the pikes were so ruthless," and he asks if Boba Fett, you know, knows this. He realizes that this is now something that he can use to his advantage to help draw Boba Fett out. Think you know he's thinking he's going to get you know he's going to play on that that passion or play on that. You know what I mean? He's going to use that to be able to kind of manipulate him. And you could tell he he does go on yeah, to do that.
0: Cobb Vanth. Uh, Cobb Vanth. Bleh, I feel like I, I knew I was going to do that at some point during talking about this, but I meant Cad Bane, not Cobb Vanth. Cad Bane returns.
1: The the C's. The C's are messing you up. C's. Damn C's. The D guy. You know what it is too? It's, um, it's the same like syllables. It's like, cub Cabanth campaign. Hey. It's very right lovely. after
0: the opening credits, we get to see the X-wing. Awesome! Didn't know who's gonna be inside. Well, you had an idea who's gonna be inside. I mean, after we got the cliffhanger of the last episode, love seeing the BD droid. Love seeing Pelimoto scramble like to get her. Probably. You know, makeshift garage. You know, to look in order because she maybe thinks it's like a new Republic officer. I mean, when she flags, you know, the X wing down. Oh, I just filed my new Republic paperwork just as you landed, and he's like telling all the the droids to hide this, hide that. You know, you know, go in the back. Like it just kind of reminds me of like any like non corporate New York like auto body or mechanic who probably is doing some backdoor stuff. You know, like passing your car that's got a legal tin on it for an inspection. Like you know, like is one with the streets. So she's she's doing some underground, like shady stuff at her uh garage here. But uh we get the X Wing and we get a, a lovely surprise. I know our hearts were warm here when the cockpit opens and sitting in the cockpit, not flying the ship is the one, the only, the beloved Grogu, love to see it.
1: Makes well, I mean, it wasn't really a surprise when I saw the X-wing. I said, "Well, I guess we know what Grogu chose."
0: Right? Yeah. R two uses some autopilot. I love seeing Pelimoto kind of like tell the droid to kind of shut up. She's like, you know, in love with with Grogu, and I think he even she even like pulls down his his potato sack shirt to to, to show off his 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 under potato, his under potato sack. His undergear, you know, the new. His underarm is. His underarmor? His underarm. His underarmor. His like chain, you know, like you know yeah, his chain. His best scar gear that he's wearing under there, whatever you want to call it. A shirt.
1: like chainmail. Like, like, yeah, the, his, like the medieval, like a medieval, like a knight or somebody would wear. Star Wars Fashion I, you know, Nova. I got to be honest with you. I, I feel like pr- I should have known there was a lot of things to consider like I knew that Grogu was coming back there was no way he was staying
0: with Luke just that would even make the sequel trilogy even more of a spin like oh he escaped and got away you know before you know Ben did what he did
1: I got uh, I I just was disappointed a little bit And, and and again not at anything other than I was like man that Luke Skywalker cameo last season where he comes and he senses Grogu and you know comes to help and take him away and Grogu wanted to go remember you know he wanted to go he wanted Din's permission but I guess it it, it just became too much I just was really I really wanted to see him train with Yoda's lightsaber and you know I thought that story was great it almost you know it makes you think maybe we will see Luke again but maybe not at least not in this capacity right like if they do a season two of the book of boba fett or spin this off you'll have no need for luke and then even going back to mando i don't know does luke you know is he needed you know maybe maybe too. the other thing is is that well i don't know he's young so i wonder if can grogu you know live with din until he's You know, gone and then still follow that path or is it going to be too late? I I don't even think –
0: there's whatever merchandise, memorabilia was released and you saw Book of Boba Fett, Mando and and Indiana Jones was on that. Remember when you saw Tales of the Jedi or whatever? There, I don't know if that's Star Wars' unannounced project or whatever that kind of leaked, you know, just on some – memorabilia merch recently, but it's not off the table for a Luke Skywalker spinoff show at this point. If you can give us where they honestly give us 30 minutes of screen time with Luke in that episode, it's not, there's no way to say we won't see him like that again to further that story. You know, he failed to start a Jedi Academy. We could see Luke again, um, you know, train young Padawans, you know, um, wouldn't say it's off the table.
1: I have a feeling that show's animated okay. for some reason. Tales of the Jedi. That's that's my gut. It's also
0: cool that but. with this show now, Grogu's back. Okay, so you have to you have to, and we're seeing Mando simultaneously. Grogu's landed on Tatooine, and we also have Mando with Fett down down the block. You have to watch this show to now watch Mando Three, which they said they were going to do. You have to watch at the time. Mando, Book of Boba Fett, uh, Rangers of the New Republic, scrapped, Yuan scrapped, and you know, the Ahsoka series. If they're doing this Bo Katan series that they talked about back in January 12th, you got to watch all these to, to pick up where they left off. So if you watch Mando 3, you're going to be like, wait, Grogu's back with Din? I, wh- wait, what? I didn't. So you have to watch these. They said they were going to do it. This is what it is.
1: I was going to say, though, I think I read that Ahsoka hasn't even started filming yet it it ha- it was supposed to start and i think it it didn't or it just started so they're they're very much behind the mandalorian season three so that's going to be first mando season three but then that's not to say that that's the you know maybe maybe the mandalorian that conflict that they were talking about being resolved as a product of all the series you know maybe maybe that happens in a mando season four or something like that or it just goes forever. Maybe we just get like, you know, Mandalorian season I 10. They go friend, they go full friends or something.
0: The I think it was. Anyway, the master plan here in the whole episode is they're going to split up, watch this, the, to see what the the pikes are going to do, plan their attack. We're waiting on the members of Freetown to come down. You got black chrysanthemum, you know, in the Aqualus district, you got the mods uh, you know, on the other side of town. And then you got the, the core three kind of holding down the the main fortress here uh, to plan an attack. And this is kind of right here where the episode kind of takes a turn. I didn't kind of see it going this way. We Remember we talked, you know, at the round table meeting, the mob style meeting that everyone was going to kind of stay uh, neutral here. Like.
1: Oh, dude, I knew i'm telling you right now i i didn't think they were staying neutral especially the the uh the clitonians that guy just seemed uh, very i also forgot
0: the gamorian guards they were uh also in, involved in this yeah oh, our two him? gamorians uh were also had a post so you got a couple posts set up around the city i just got eyes everywhere and quickly 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 um it's kind of just like a like a, a war, a kind of like a battle. You know, things turn real quick for the entire crew. You know, I think the mods radio in and say, "Hey, something feels off here," and then they you, know, you get a shot of Black Chrysanthemum kind of seeing that things are going down or seem off in, in his sector where he's watching as well. That's that's happening here.
1: Well, and then yeah, then there's an awesome shot of the Gomorians. They're standing kind of like with the with the cliff. To their back, and there's that train passing in front of them, and you can see through the through the train, like it was like a very classic almost western scene too, where you have to wait for the train to go by though to see who that really is, and you see the fighters kind of behind them. That was messed up. That that somebody made a great I don't know if you saw this yet. Somebody made a great uh, meme of it's Boba <laughs> on Luke's body from Return of the Jedi where he's leaning against the tree. And he's staring at two Force oh, ghosts. Oh, man. I would love to comorians. see that,
0: but that's sad. When this is all <laughs> happening and you see everyone at their posts, and Cad Bane is arriving to Boba Fett here. So this is all kind of playing out at the same time where things are kind of stir at the posts, and Cad Bane kind of goes to greet uh, Boba Fett and, and talk to him.
1: I like I like that Bobo's like, if you're looking for a job, you're late. Like, dude, he's like, like I, I think for a minute he thought, like, did he really think that Cad Bane was mm, looking for work? No.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like a smart a, like Alec a joke? remote and a you, smart, smart Alec remark. And Cad Bane's there to kind of negotiate, you know, um, on behalf of the Pikes. And if it's funny. He's like, I don't, I don't make deals with murderers. And he gets Cadman gives him this line, like, well, that's just like in Star Wars, he's like, that's just basically like calling the kettle black at this point. Like, you're basically, you are the same person that I am. And you've just kind of, you know, turned a leaf and you've gone soft in your old age, you know? And it's.
1: He says, well, if that isn't the quack to calling the stiffling slimy, which is actually a callback. We, so now we know that's a very common term in Star Wars, I guess. Boba Fett says that to Bo Katan and Costco Reeves in that little like where they have that little tiff Ooh. in the bar. Yep. Boba says that to, yeah, Cat, uh, to them.
0: Cad Bane's got pretty, back shooters cool. here. You know, he's like, before you try anything funny, I got I got back shooters here with me as Boba is got, you know, he's got his back. He's got Fennec on the back on a little sniper. He's got Mando there, you know, to kind of help protect him.
1: I would have liked. I would have liked if he acknowledged her, because as as we know, they are familiar with each other. Fennec and Cad Bane. We saw that in the Bad Batch play out. Um, I will say too, why 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 it's important to watch some of the animated stuff. And this is not a preachy thing, but I think you know when they create these shows, while it is accessible for everyone, you can easily get lost or. You know, my friend John was kind of not understanding how they introduced such a cool character like Cad Bane and did away with him within a season or within a couple episodes, rather. You know, he said they introduced, I guess, his old mentor and the following week, you know, he's he's gone. I don't understand that. And I had to explain to him, like, no, Cad Bane was introduced in 2008 in Clone Wars and has been like a mainstay in in the Star Wars animated universe, you know, as recently as Bad Batch and he just was like, "Oh yeah, well I I don't watch, I haven't watched any of that." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, you got to watch it. That's how you that's how you know." <laughs> so for us, I I think the Cad Bane stuff was just like, "Oh, it's it's cool to see him appear here and you know, he doesn't feel like he But I, I think I, well at the same time, I think there's probably a lot of people that were like, "Oh, man, I wish Cad Bane was like he here looked perfect, man.
0: Action, he looks so great. They were gonna duel right there. Cad Bain breaks the uh you know, breaks the news to him of, of what transpired amongst the Tuskins. Like, you know, he kinda he just lets him know. Yeah, he lets him know cold blooded. Like, hey, like, this was this was all by the pikes and, and you know it. And you almost thought they were gonna have a shootout right there. I thought first watch, you know, obviously. I was like, they're gonna brewery hash this out right now and you know they save it you know for uh a later time
1: well boba fett comes to the realization here too that he's no longer going to be able to count on the people from freetown he tells them, you know i paid marshall vanth a visit and it's at that and when he says you should have never left him without his armor it's awesome they zoom in on boba fett and it's so great because obviously he's wearing his helmet you can't see his face, but you know in that moment he's got that like, oh, fudge. Except, like, except I didn't face say going fudge. On. <laughs> <laughs> I, You're all. Thank, thank you for understanding that. Do you know they're sequeling that movie? Why? What's the he original the dad? I don't know who he is now. I'm, yeah, yeah, he probably has his own family. This, or but oh, well, I think that's HBO Max. 8-bit
0: Christmas was good, Shout so out. I'm down for it. You didn't see that? Epic it's about the, the original Nintendo. The kids save up all this money, get original Nintendo. Oh, Okay, well, it's cool. No. It's Christmas film. Oh man, it's going down. This this scene, the, he, the, the, ta- the the towns have turned, the sides have all turned on our on the FET crew.
1: I don't want this to get lost either, but it's it's in this moment with this standoff that Cad Bane brings up because Boba Fett says he's only going to negotiate with the head of the Pike syndicate. And it's at that moment that Cad Bane says, you mean the one that massacred your Tuscan family and blamed it on a speed bike gang. Very, very powerful. He knew what he was doing when he said that. And, and it's at this point, like Boba Fett has to be like talked off the ledge, right? I think Cad Bane was hoping he was going to do something kind of impulsive. And he's got, like you said, he's got those back shooters. You know, what's he going to lose in a, in a, in a duel the, right there? The whole plan would be for nothing but at that point. He was hoping, to kind know? of
0: it'd be all for nothing if he kind of let, It's just similar to Anakin, if he kind of just like let his emotions like take over, you know, he's, he's got a job to do. He wants to protect the city. That's why he's here. So he's got to not just take it out on one person for breaking the news, but for, you know, there's a bigger picture here. So he's got to curb his feelings for the time being. He'll get another chance at retaliation in this episode.
1: You gotta you gotta think too, he's gotta be feeling a lot of like regret or, you know, remorse because, you know, ultimately they were kind of living peacefully. You know, and who knows, maybe maybe the Tuscans would have had a showdown with the Pikes anyway. But it was really because of Boba Fett that they ultimately meet their demise. You know, it kind of has, th- that's, that's that parallel with like Luke and his aunt and uncle, right? It's, it's, it's kind of because of, ultimately it's kind of because of him.
0: Right, all the stormtroopers and everything went kind of looking. He went looking for the droids and if they found out where the droids were, they, everyone went back and kind of, they took care of business back at Lars Homestead
1: you know and that that's why in that moment he's just overwhelmed with all this emotion right because he's he's angry he's obviously still you know very much upset and then you know you got to think too he's he wants to exact his revenge while also feeling you know like he a bit you know let you know allowed that to when happen when Fennec
0: goes and saves the mods after every you know i guess every other syndicate or every other crew on, on Tatooine turns, you know, the, the Aqualish, the Clatoonians and the uh, Transdocians all kind of turn on, you know, they know what's going on. They they sniffed it out there. They turn on Chrysanthemum, they turn on the mods. I thought Chrysanthemum multiple times was done this for.
1: Episode,
0: multiple it, times.
1: It was very Game of Thronesy. There was a scene very early. I'm um, trying to think what uh, I was late in the series but there's a very, there was a very famous scene with Jon Snow where he's just being piled on they're they're like fighting a war and he he's just got people on top of him but but he, you know ultimately lives i i it, it reminded me of that he's just at one point it becomes too much he's kind of holding his own and then it, 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 it again it just becomes too much he gets overtaken and they just pile on top of him i thought he i thought he was done i mean the fact that they killed the gomerian guards I said, okay. Well, if they're if they're gone, then uh, maybe Chris Anthony is too. He's, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's kind of not a main. As much as everyone likes him, I'm like, mm, he's not a main stake. When those Gamorreans went
0: over the cliff, that was so dark. You just saw them fall their death. I mean,
1: dude, and you get this, you get the famous like squeal from from like a Return of the Jedi when the Rancor grabs yeah, grabs the one that
0: was sad, and Fennec ends up saving the mods. She ends up jumping on like a little speeder bike and heading over to that beside a town and sniping the Aqualish, I believe it is. No, the Quatoonians. She ends up sniping all of them down and ends up saving them. Funny line when like – this reminded me of like the
1: no, – right. No, you are you were uh, right the first time. When Fennec ends
0: up like saving the mods and the mods thank her and she's like – she says thank you. And Fennec's like, manners. I-, I like that. It's kind of funny. Like you never – You know, maybe like punk street kids don't, you know, respect their elders or anything. And it was cool that like Fennec gave them like a null nod. And, you know, she jets off after saving the day there. Um, When that one guy fell out of the tower, like right through that canopy, I was dying. I was laughing so hard. Dude just literally front flips out of that high tower sniping and just falls to his death.
1: I've been noticing they've been allowing some of the ways in which people get killed in Star Wars to become a little bit darker like namely with this series it's pretty cool i mean yeah the pikes
0: are kind of also like here in this other scene is like the pikes roll up on boba and mando and they're like hey listen man like this is now this is all starting to come back to like the center of town here um and it's just the those two and what the uh major domo like in the in the hideaway and they got to like make a plan of way. What, what are we going to
1: do here? It's funny too, because um, Mando tells Boba Fett, you know, when he says about them turning, he's like, it was the smart move, you know, from, from a business standpoint, I'm sure the smart move, having a verbal with Boba Fett and then breaking it to side with the, and the Pikes. Mando gives
0: Boba his word because Boba's like, listen, like if you want to get out of here, it's not too late. And he's like, it's against the creed. You know, I gave you my word, and and just like Mando gave his word, you know, to to save the foundling and Grogu. And he's still follows the creed, even though he's taking his helmet off. He was told he's not Mandalorian by the armor, which is a bunch of BS, whatever. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to stick it out, man. You help me save the kid and I, I'm here for you. And being both, it's like, you, you still believe in that, like, hokey religion? And he goes, I do. This is the way.
1: You really, you really, uh. Buy into that. Yeah. Bent the fodder.
0: And he, he goes, this is the way. We were like, yo, we're waiting for this, man. He, We're waiting for Mando to kind of say this for a little bit here. Freaking awesome, man. Almost slipped up there. But yeah, that was definitely awesome.
1: Yeah. I was like, we had, whoa, enough, whoa. We had enough of that last week. Fix that so. in editing. <laughs> Fix that in a... <laughs> I told Vinny to put a NSFW on it.
0: We both die in the name of honor. That was so powerful, man. When he says that and, he stays. They they're going to town,
1: both of these. Can I just tell you the the next scene here where the mayor's this is the mayor's major yeah. domo. I keep forgetting this guy's name too. He's he's funny, but like also at the same time annoying. He gives them like or, or third option. And he goes on about how he's this neg- great negotiator and he, you know, what grew up uh, he was both on Coruscant and what's the other place. I know that it's the Pike homeworld Obadiah. I think that's it. Obadiah. He says that and Boba Fett writes his quote unquote, his terms, which I, by the way, I knew that was coming like the oldest trick in the book, dude. I love that. He didn't read it. He like rushed out there with the, with the fake terms. That was a bit. Yeah. Was, was I mean, it was cl-
0: classic. Like I feel like we've, we've seen this before and, some other like, you know, some sort of Star Wars way. Even like when Han was like on the skiff when he's like, he's like, 3 PO, you tell that Limo, we'll do no such thing." <laughs> you know, like he's Bo was not backing down. This is he, he's not giving into this. He really feels like they're doing wrong in his town, and it's his his it's his due diligence to save the people. And you know, I, I love this scene and when the major domo had to go outside and kind of. Read the terms to the the pikes. He's like, I, Boba Fett, um, speaking uh, Tatooine. Uh, he's like, uh, well, uh, nothing. There, there's actually actually like no terms, and like the pikes are about to just blow that dude to smithereens, which I thought was going to happen, but you know, he
1: he ends up ends up not happening. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad about that. I think a lot of people, but people do like offer. that character. Uh,
0: he's on like this old. Like, He's stuttering.
1: I just like them too. Salutations, salutations. Uh,
0: there's no terms, no, no no terms here. And The pike's just like
1: looking around and. Well, clearly, clearly, this was this was Boba Fett's grand plan, also create a diversion. Right, so they're all paying attention, and dude, when when I saw Boba Fett and Mando, both kind of sail like like come together, they're. Flying in the sky, hovering with the jetpacks. I was like, I I'm how many, believe it. I'm like, it's going down. It's going down. And Are honestly, gonna- how
0: many minutes of this back and forth game, Mando, Boba Fett kind of just holding off? This is honestly like bad boys, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, just blowing up the entire like city center over here. These guys doing back flipping off each other, getting shot in the back. They literally. That block, yeah. that block was already it, it, messed it, 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 up. It, the block was already messed up. Nice. Literally, they're <laughs> helping one another up. Boba Fett using the, the the missiles from his knee. They're both, like, protecting each other. One falls down. One gets up. It's just all-out warfare, you know, between these two. And then they end up – maybe they're kind of a match. They're struggling a little bit. And around the corner comes the Freetown pat- paddy wagon freaking just – rolling around. They got the whole gang back there and the Chris Farley Weakway in the front, like just mm-hmm. using the cannon, like saving the day. I don't know, but Who it's somebody. That? And basically it was like an attack of the clones where that like ship surround the survivors and they just all end up getting behind this, you know, this tank to kind of like help save Boba and Mando at this point.
1: I wish it was like Oh man, I can't even think now. Like I just I don't know. I wish it was like someone I'm I'm trying to think of like someone else as a comedian that it would have been fun. Like imagine it was like Jeff Garland yeah, or something that, like that. Yeah, it would have been good,
0: <laughs> you know, anybody. Or even like Horatio Sands if he didn't play, you know, the other dude that he played like somebody just a little chubby, that would've been great. So I should have been Farley. Rest in peace. Miss you, bud.
1: Boba Fett hits that really sick Knee missile. Loved, I, I love this. That. Is better I than Boba Fett awesome.
0: on the skiff in Return of the Jedi. So, like he's, like I said last week, you could listen. He's, I said he was going to do it when he, you know, for the Rancor part, but he's doing every, he has every bag of tricks but the harpoon cable that tied up Luke. He literally, he uses everything in his arsenal like during this scene, like fighting off everyone, all, every, all of the pikes. You, you gotta love this scene.
1: Dude, They're getting blasted too, like the and I guess taking a beating, and
0: I guess like from, the, the, from the, both the Freetown people and you know when they come to the rescue here and the, and the mods ends up showing up, there is like some territory, even beef you know here amongst the mods and like the Freetown people like you you saw that when both that's like, hey, you know save it for the pikes or save it for the syndicate. They both kind of like roll their eyes here.
1: Yeah, I thought, you know, one of the parts that I really loved to, um, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of a sucker for some of those, like, you know, moments of, I, I, don't, I don't know what you want to say, anything that makes you feel some sort of, like, you know, real emotion. But you could tell, you know, when Mando thanks them or apologizes for the marshal and says, you know, that they didn't really have to come. And, you know, the weak way is like, no, like, we had to. And it tells them, you know, gunned yeah. them down in cold blood.
0: The people of Freetown and the mods are now like all behind the tank and they're kind of like helping the good fight here. The mods say, what are the sand scurriers like doing here? And um, yeah, and then sand the, uh, the people of Freetown, they call them they call them uh, city rats. So there's like some inner like, I guess, Manhattan beef uh, versus uh, upstate Hudson Valley, New York beef here. There's this there's kind of like territory beef there, demographic style. It's something like that. that? Like I think they're just like you know they're just,
1: or it's maybe like Staten Island, like the people on Staten Island and everyone else, like Staten Island and the yeah okay and the Bronx. So if you're from the Bronx, maybe you're like a little rough and tough, and then Staten Island, you're from Staten Island, you're kind of that. And if you're from Staten Island, from Staten Island, you probably never leave. That is true.
0: Chrysanthem back literally bodies throwing pikes throwing bodies.
1: Dude, he just he just like comes out of an alley. It literally, just like throws him, like it's like a like an old cartoon where like the I the can't guy believe just goes that
0: this Wookie is this tough. He's getting blasted. He's got a limp, literally dragging his
1: dude. He's dragging one. He yeah. he has one on his shoulder, and he's dragging he's like his dragging leg one? here,
0: and still mowing down Pike. Still getting shot in the back of the leg. Goes down. at, asks for cover. Goes and helps the furry guy. Yeah, I got it on his way. These two have fought before. You know, obviously Chrysantin threw him out of the back to tank even previously. These guys have fought in the comics, and now it's his guy, he's his muscle. He's not gonna leave this guy to die in the streets, you know, like that. And uh he even offers him a back to tank session when this is all over.
1: Secretly hoping secretly hoping for you know why I want season two to happen for a couple of reasons. One, I would really love to see some more of like being his muscle. Right. And I have this feeling that the mayor's major domo is now going to work. Yeah, as like Boba his Fett.
0: Bib Fortuna, maybe.
1: He, he's going to be like his Bib Fortuna. They're not going to use that droid anymore. He's going to be the interpreter and he's going to kind of add that Comedy. like little bit of like comedic value to like. Yeah, because I, I, even like just Bib, Bib that Fortuna happening?
0: was a little bit like, not like goofy, but like, you know, when Luke used the force on him, he's like a little confused and.
1: I must. Hey, yeah. I so, must like, in this
0: sense, when, like, now, like, the roles are reversed. So, like, Fennec would be to Boba Fett, what Boba Fett was to Jabba the Hutt. And now the Major Domo will be what Bib Fortuna was to, you know, uh, to, to Jabba the Hutt. So, like, the roles are reversed. People were kind of saying, oh, I wish Bosque, Four, Lom, Zuckus, IG88, Dengar show up in this. Me too. Uh, me too. But when you, like, take a step back and you let all of this stuff settle,
1: Okay, I thought you were saying I, I didn't know where that was going because I thought you were going to be like, ah,
0: meh, meh, no, I no, no, no. This Adam. is the new crew. This is it. You know, let the past die. This is what this is. You got Chrysanthemum. you got Fennec. These are their stories. It's time to move on. And I'm not mad we didn't see it, people. Well, I'm not even spoiling it. We end up don't we end up not getting Han Solo in this, and just like when we saw the Solo movie, people were like. You know, we're waiting for this grand cameo to see somebody else. Like, just cause we got Luke last season doesn't mean we need to get Han this season. And like, where's the place for it? You've seen this whole show. Where, like, where else do you think that they just would have dumped these characters in? I feel like this episode flowed so perfectly. How would you just introduce characters that we haven't even hinted at, asked for, made a reference to that are gonna play such a major role in this show like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't really fit
1: uh i i will say i thought bosk was maybe gonna come in like his peeps there
0: if he could have been the if he could have been the muscle for the trans notions and it could have been like a subtle remark there
1: Yeah, yeah like he's like a hired yeah i thought maybe like but but at the same time too i i would say and again maybe this is just wishful thinking but these are still plot points that they could explore in a season two you know what I mean? They could they could bring a right. boss, in, and, and you know who knows where the story may go. If if and when I, I still think, I still think this is going to get a season two. We we could maybe talk about it at the end, but this this doesn't really seem resolved. It's like temporarily resolved, but doesn't it doesn't it really feel like a a whole like, oh you won the battle, but that that didn't really feel like a war to me.
0: Yeah, there's right. Yeah, yeah. For now, things are safe. But you know, there's, there's, there's more to this. And and I I, like I said, I don't, I don't think this is done in one season. You know, whether there's a tight lid on it or or whether we're, gotta let some other things play out. I, I, it's not announced of a second season, but I, love to think that we're gonna see season two here. Um,
1: how about how about these uh. Yeah, but where have we seen this droids.
0: before? Or maybe we're—that's
1: what told, I'm saying. I'm I asking
0: you. you, so you could tell the people listening to the show oh. where have we seen these things before.
1: I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude. I told you, I knew I had seen it before. This was uh this this was an unused Attack of the Clones concept art. There was concept art of literally the droid looking just like this. It's almost like an upgraded model of the droid decays. Yeah, those too? droid decoys. Just like that. And they, they still have that same uh, energy shield type thing going on there, that bubble that, that can't be uh, penetrated. They do kind of have a weird Terminator thing going on a little bit too with that eye. But dude, yeah, I, I thought that was really, really awesome that they like brought something like that in. And it... It, didn't it seem fitting too? Like it, I don't know. I feel like it makes sense that the Pikes would maybe yeah. I have think something every like that
0: major armies got like a secret weapon or has like a you know something in their arsenal to kind of fight off.
1: They remind me they kind of have a Trade Federation vibe going. Do you know what I mean? How the Trade Federation had their battle droids and stuff like this. Just like would, it be, I, I would it, it be? Would cool it be the finale without Boba that.
0: Fett using that massive rocket? Uh, on his uh, on his jetpack, you know, he he thinks that maybe this is the answer to get through to the droids, and uh, you know it, that that shield is is no match for that famous rocket that Boba Fett has. Get to see Mando and Boba fly again, love that. I mean, we we we, we get to see him use this jetpack so many times. Like I don't know, This rocks, man. The flamethrower with Mando cannot I- sh- rocked.
1: I was going to say, can I just tell you, I think we talked about this last week, but I had said, you know, again, too, uh, my my prediction was like half right, and I I kind of thought Grogu would choose Mando, and my thing was that would bring him back to Tatooine with Luke. And there was going to be a situation in which Mando was in trouble, and here he is going to get saved by Grogu and or Luke, you know, one, both, whatever. That's kind of basically what happened, except, again, no Luke.
0: I kind of – but but we're right. glad that we didn't get a Luke. You know what I mean? Like everyone else would have complained that, oh, you – they complain about the amount that we've gotten – mando so far it's not why is luke got to come and save the day you know like i'm happy it
1: well it's not fitting either i think luke is so committed to he you know again the only reason why he sought out grogu was i think he had plans to like further the the jedi and make a new academy new uh, um so once grogu chose the mandalorian over becoming a jedi i think he was done with it so that's why he's like, dude, you can go back. R 2s gonna drop you off. I'm I'm here building this hut, and I'm probably gonna like float. Yeah, on some send rocks you send
0: you in an Uber. You know, I got I got somewhere study. to be. So here here you go. You know what's cool? You always forget that Mando's got the dark saber.
1: You forget. Well, I I, I did forget, and actually, when Boba left and said that he was, like, what he said he was gonna get. He said more reinforcements or he said he was going to go like get back up or he said something along those lines. I like how Mando was like, dude, who like you have no more like that. That's it. You have no more friends. It's at that moment. I'm sure everyone knew. I'm like, dude, he's going. Yeah, to get
0: we Rancor. we that was it. What else do you, do you have? Yeah, right. You know, friends, the Rancor.
1: I was just waiting like I I don't you know what I you know what I thought was going to happen though I thought there was going to be a scene in which like they're all in trouble they're pinned down and I thought we were going to see like Danny Trejo's character come with the like like either he was riding the rancor or he would be like basically holding it while it was like on a chain like as if they had walked up there or something. But what we got was a million times better. Yeah, I, give us I, more. I really love that.
0: Danny Trejo, he he's holding down the fort. You know, he's cleaning the stable. He's cleaning the Rancor stable. It's his time off. He's sweeping up and getting getting that thing ready you know, for the Rancor's return.
1: Dude, when we heard that scream, that like rah, that was that was a really bad Rancor. The story. crowd goes wild. You know, you know what I. Uh, we kind of left out the 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 Pelimoto part two. she kind of? all of a sudden
0: in crazy a taxi, the, the Tatooine crazy, crazy taxi t- there. Yeah. yeah. Chrysanthemum, even again, you're like, is he dead yet? We have to talk about this. So let's, let's like, hold on. Like Chrysanthemum, like sticks his hand in the orb. and you know, when this guy, this, what's wrong with the spin people? What's wrong with the mod doing the, the spin? There's nothing wrong with this.
1: I wasn't going to talk about it, man. I vowed, I, I vowed at the beginning of the podcast
0: it's smooth. He He's in. just getting an angle, getting his bearings. Super slow mo, and he like. Oh,
1: out. Out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song.
1: Well, you know what it is too. Maybe he had to get it. He only he only has like one eye. He had to get a better look. He's like Obi- Let me just skip. Chris. Let me you me know, Obi Wan the- could
0: do that that spin Obi-Wan and Anakin uh Revenge of the Sith they could just swing the sabers wait, 200 times but this spin is problem
1: wait it wasn't even it wasn't even but mind you it was like that was like 65 70 well, year old forbid. Obi-Wan not even that that was Ben that was old that was old Ben Kenobi when he did that like
0: spinning's a thing from trick, Always Sunny's got the duster on he would and do we- a spin You know what I mean? Like, what do we? What's the problem here? He just did a spin, got a knee, and got a better angle.
1: I almost, I almost just did a spit take, and I would have just ruined my computer. I took a sip of coffee, uh, and you, Mac with the dust there.
0: Anyway, he got no. He, that, that's like the campaign yeah, anyway that's what that bite is. me everybody just bite me all right I, I don't want to talk about it it's come fine on, it's come fun. On, he did a come spin on. it's cool y'all jealous that you didn't get to do a spin if freaking Robert Rodriguez like hey dude could you like do like a spin you didn't do like a, 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 a kick he did a freaking spin man whatever bite me sorry
1: Um. Mando Gasps literally, and is like, "What? Yeah, retreats. Like, what are you doing here?" And and he that we get we get we finally get the <laughs> Grogu and and the Mandalorian are are reunited. Yeah, it's like the and cart from uh, uh
0: from Flintstones. You know, like it's kind of what it is.
1: Yeah that that droid no, he's, is he's not
0: like, good. He's like punch it, and Mando just jumps on the back of this uh this. this I don't know, like this luxury carrier for Pelimoto's Is all the the pit droids are on there, and dude, what a heartfelt moment when Pelimoto kind of like reveals the surprise of of what's in the cart with her. Oh, yeah, I just
1: okay. said that. Well,
0: I, I I I I'm I'm it meant <laughs> a lot. It, it was great. The other, it meant a it meant yeah, a lot thanks. to you. too. Well, the crew is split you. up. That's you got too. Mando and Pelly on the uh, the sand wagon here, and you got the mods. And the uh people of Freetown, they're they're the group. When Grogu jumps right into Mando's arms, man, this scene rocks.
1: I know. Did yeah, I did. Bit?
0: And he even like he he's like patting him on the back and he's
1: like, Hey, the shirt.
0: He got the shirt. They have the shirt. Got the shirt.
1: Yeah, that was cool. I think I think it was in that moment too. Uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it. I think he knew. I think Mando knows. Also, he's overwhelmed because yeah, he's getting to see his like his kid again. But I think he knows that the kid chose him, and and left you know Luke behind.
0: I don't. I love you know the I mean? slow mo here when they all like fly out of the cart. Uh, Pitroids go flying. End up and Mando ends up catching the kid. Didn't realize on the first watch that Pelimoto spits a tooth out here. I didn't notice that because I was like, wait, oh, yeah, she, is, is Amy Sedaris yeah, she, like a, a a hobo? Like, what the hell? Missing tooth?
1: Like, I, I don't. So, I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, I'm totally cool with it. I think maybe some people, not so much. Do you know that we're going to get a younger version of her that's been Love it. cast cool. in Obi-Wan?
0: Cool. Cool.
1: She's So, they're they're further establishing that character. I want to just talk about, honestly, that my personal favorite part of this was when the rancor comes. And I love, love, love hearing it first. You know, I, everybody, I'm not going to pretend like I'm the only one who did this. A lot of people drew parallels to like King Kong because that's what it looks like. It reminded me, and I have to find the picture somewhere. You might be too young to remember, but when we went to Universal Studios having after having gone to like Disney world and stuff like that back in we're in the Godzilla hand
0: or the King Kong hand.
1: We were, we did the King, we did the King Kong ride and we're like in the King Kong hand. I do remember. I don't even remember you were, I mean, but it, so I just got that vibe and I swear again, I think they did a combination of practical and computer animated CGI with him because the first shots that we see, they do like a very much like, I don't know, you see the face right. of him up close? That That is actual, like, that's practical. Right. Like, they made that. There's That's it's not It's now in, it's now not in Filoni's. Uh, I love that. Dude, I love that. I almost got like a, I don't know if they made like a robotic Rancor, like kind of like how they, the T-Rex, where it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a body because of the way he's hiding behind you know the way he's hiding behind the building so they only had to make the face and then the very next scene you see the jaws of him up close kind of only just the upper body of him and he leans down and we get a real great shot of Boba Fett on the back his feet are like in the in like the stirrups with the chain being held to like its nose ring dude that's so that's so badass I, with, I don't know when Hot Toys is going to make the, like, I don't know, the $5,000 uh Boba Fett riding on this thing. It would you know cool. have been
0: cool if it we all backed the Rancor, even though it's not this Rancor. But you just have a Rancor and you could have just, like, stuck a Boba Fett on there. It been pretty rad. But whatever. <laughs> the the um, Rancor looks great. Dude. This looks awesome. They did a great
1: job with this. Um it's on the bu- it's on the building's Boba Fett's gunning while on its back. I thought it was going to be able to easily take these things out. It's trying to bash bash that shield in and it's not able to do it initially. Flips flips that thing on its back that like scorpion droid and Mando's like, "All right, you know what? I got to I got to help him. I got to I got to put the kid down." Runs over with the dark saber.
0: Even even Grogu gets amazing. up in, in the mix because when you know when when Mando is kind of like thrown off the the droid here, Grogu kind of like dismembers one of the legs here too. So even little Grogu can still use the Force, and he's kind of you know rem- remembered how to use some of his uh, you know his skills and stuff that he's you know he's had or you know he's relearned with Luke maybe for that short period of time. Uh, you know takes like a, like a a bearing out of the leg of one of the uh of one of those droids. So now it's kind of like weakened and, and they can kind of, you know, stall it and let the Rancor kind of destroy it a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, it was already Mando had already like cut off one of the guns, had stabbed it in the top and then it like turned and we got another.
0: Uh, and then when, when Boba says do it, and it just like dismembers it, just like Hulk rips it in half.
1: Amazing, the dude. Yeah, the little so, emperor so, palpatine. So rip. Do it,
0: and he just, <laughs> just dismembers it. I mean, it's cool. You know, the, the without this rancor, uh, you know, is the gift from the twins. This whole, they, 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 this gang would have been, they would were no match for the pikes and these droids.
1: I loved it. Everything about it. I didn't know what happened to the Rancor cuz it had gotten blasted. And like took that blast to the shoulder, it sent it sent uh him and Boba back. But then it just all of a sudden like jumps out of nowhere. And that's when it starts going nuts. Dude, I I don't know, man. Again, this I'm like really like even just now like I'm excited talking about it. It's just it was so awesome. I really really when I when we had saw that picture probably what was it months before book of boba fett someone leaked like artwork or a concept uh picture of boba fett riding a rancor i remember thinking i I thought it was cool but i also remembered thinking like i don't know how they're gonna do that like that not that it seems cheesy but i'm like is it gonna look it looks perfect cool like what's the story Dude, it looked, it looked awesome. I loved it. Like, I really, really... You know, it's
0: like the third time we've seen a Rancor, I like, on film I, I, or on... I remember Moochie from The Bad Batch. We had this Rancor. We had the original Return of the Jedi Rancor.
1: This thing's yeah, unleashed, Yeah, we never though, saw but, this, like, you know act I mean? like, like this. We never, it like... You know,
0: the original Rancor was just, like, a prisoner and... I don't know.
1: Dude, he wrote it. He's writing it. It's so... So freaking sick. I I don't know, man. And then they take out the next one.
0: Yeah. Without the rancor, like I said, this whole thing is, is a bust and, and you know, you end up destroying all of them. And you know, the pikes end up what retreating here and, and Bando's like, Hey, don't hold up. You know, don't let, like, don't let up here. We got to get them on their heels and, and kind of like, still like take them out. Uh, I love that the major Domo is just hiding behind that bench I, and then like blows, blows, blows up. I'm not a threat. I'm not a threat. And, and, and Palimoto like, and then him and they both, Hey, nice headtails. Get behind me. Pretty face.
1: I am not a, <laughs> I'm not a crook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, she's dated Jawa.
0: So now it's her turn to date a twilight,
1: you know, um, I think um, what I was going to say is, too, we talked, I think, last week and and maybe the week before, you know, the lack of Boba Fett in the series. Uh, And, and, you know, in the last two episodes leading up to this, I I kept saying he's going to have his day, though, like the finale is going to be about Boba Fett. It's going to be the most
0: brutal, the most brutal deaths in this whole scene is when the Rancor picks up the Pike. Mando shoots the Pike right in the chest, point blank, and the Rancor just throws the Pike across town. This is violent. Oh, but, yeah. Then well, right after he, he Then torn. right after this, Which he's like, awesome "Well, too. I've kind of worked up an appetite here." People that this is the this is such a great finale to this show. This scene is just that whole sequence of. When they lose the town, when, when, the, when the gang loses the town, when everyone turns on them, to when they have to defend themselves until people of Freetown show up, to get us to this point where the Rancor saves the day, the droids are done, literally action-packed, crammed, action-packed. It's nonstop. This is awesome. So, I don't know. I, I think they did such a great job with this episode to, to wrap this up. And, of course... At this point, when everything, the dust kind of settles, the town's even more destroyed. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's a third violent death here when that other uh, pike is just mushed into the ground. Cad Bane, Cad Bane, no fear in this man's eyes, walks up to the Rancor. You think, ah, maybe he's going to get eaten by this thing. No, you forget. He has the ability to use a flamethrower from the wrist. And it just starts flamethrowing this Rancor right in the face. Rancor don't like that. Yeah, I hated that. So sad, and the rancor kind of just flees at this point. uh, Takes off. uh, Great infrastructure in the city, man. These buildings are are quite strong to hold the uh, to hold that rancor up. You know, like you said, you've seen Godzilla climb the the the, uh, or Kong climb the skyscraper. So it's cool to just see like that similarity or that parallel there, where they you know allow this creature to do that in the city.
1: I think it's worth noting too. I don't know if you paid attention to this part. I don't think he had it with him all along, but I, I'm I'm willing to say that I'm wrong here, and maybe I just didn't notice it. But do you think did he ha did Boba Fett have the uh the gaffy on him all along? Or was it only when he went back
0: I think it's all it, I right only
1: thing, I, I, I only think he
0: when he went back you know, to get the rancor.
1: Cause I didn't see it on him in any of the scenes in the, like in the beginning of the episode where they're in the sanctuary that's blown up. I don't remember seeing it on him when he's flying in the beginning with Mando, you know, when they first come out of there and they're taking down the pikes and they, it's not on his back. So it's almost like he goes back, you know, get, maybe, you know, maybe thinks that this is going to be the final stand or something you know, he just—I don't know what it was. Just like instinctual. I mean, that, but
0: this is These people helped him in in a time of need. The Tuscans helped him when he needed it the most. And we're getting this standoff that we wanted in the beginning of the episode uh, for fans of the Clone Wars. And you know, we're revisiting this unreleased scene between Boba Fett and Cad Bane when supposedly Cad Bane gave. Um, Boba Fett the dent in his helmet you know we're we're gonna see this
1: and Boba gave him the yeah, metal so plate we're, that we, we've seen we're, we're
0: seeing this like play out right now like one last time and Boba Fett lets him know like I'm not a boy anymore like you can't really like um, you know toy with me or, or tre-
1: he's like I'm not a girl
0: yeah. Okay. No, that's so, not yet a
1: woman. Okay. I'm not a clone. I knew there was something okay.
0: there. Uh, you know, he's like, you know, um, he's like, and you're an old man. And, and <laughs> Cad Bane, let's. He's like,
1: I've not, i known you a long time. He's below. like,
0: you're just an, you're just an old man. Oh and. Um, I don't know, man. Even Cad Bane, when he says that, like, you know, so much of your, you know, like your father's blood, like running through, like that line, you know, a little bit after this. But yeah, you see, the Gaffy stick is very visible here and
1: yeah and like you know it's funny cad bane even says like one thing i can't figure out like what's like what's your angle you know again this this kind of speaks to cad bane doesn't know you know he did know boba fett he doesn't know him anymore you know And, and boba fett has gone through this like metamorphosis in this show where that's why he kind of gave everything up that past life that whole being a working for someone else and being a cold-blooded killer for no reason and doing all this Wait. stuff he kind of gives all that up and the tuscans for, for for honestly for like made him a better person you know he learned a lot from them and that's why like cad bane's like he's he doesn't understand it he can't understand why he's standing his ground and fighting you know boba tells him he's right doing and, and cad bane's like
0: w- when you have your father's blood running through your veins like your origin story is you're an unaltered clone a replica of your father Django fett so he's just like i just don't i just don't get it and
1: he even tells him that like, he's like just like the tuscans and he's like right. don't toy uh, with the- me don't you? Don't, don't in you, this moment
0: did you kind of think that maybe some people were right? Garrett said maybe Boba Fett will kind of be done here. You know, maybe this will be the end.
1: No. 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 Dude, I'm telling you, when when he came up with the Gaffy stick, I'm telling you, when I see that blade sticking out on the top there, I said that's. I knew. Pers- I just knew that's how Cad Bane was going out. He's taking him out the Gaffy stick. It's like. It goes, it, it's like, um, what do they call that? Poetic justice. Like, I, I just feel like it's, you had to know in a story like this too, it's going to end with something that we built upon in the beginning. You know, the Tusk, that's what saves his yeah, life. Without... He's done for without, the, without having that gaffy stick, the training, remember the, the, the woman Tuscan Raider who was teaching him, she kept beating him down and she was telling him no, like, you know, like this he finally like and then he and he earns his own gaffy stick when they feel like he's ready and stuff. They they've taught him you know a lot and he channels that and that's how he's able to kind of fight through this, overcome some of his demons even and you know ultimately kill cad bane. It's yeah, it's but, awesome. Like this is this is great in my mind this is great story without,
0: you know, kind of being taken under the wing of the tuscans like you know, obviously, Boba Fett would not have been able to defeat Cad Bane. Um, you know, super important. You know, when people that this that training and and that way of you know of life led him to be able to defeat the person he's kind of been duking it out with since you know, you know, since he you know left his side you know after the Clone Wars and all that. Like, so it's cool to see that play out. Don't think Cad Bane is still alive. Think he's dead. I think um you know they gave him an extended shot of like a goodbye with his eyes open he, I think he's done man you don't stab somebody who's 70 years old in the chest and expect him to live um I don't know I just think it was I don't know I think that's a proper send off and I know no one in Star Wars has ever really gone you know whether he pays a visit to the mods or whatever I just think it's it's time to to move on from that character I'm not going to reopen that um reopen that uh Rivalry again in like a future season. I think that's kind of it for him.
1: Dude. This. The Rancor part of this episode was my favorite. And then close second is this duel, if you will. If it, you can't even call it that. This battle between him and Boba yeah. Fett.
0: When Mando is... Trying to fight off the Rancor. He I means literally, like, gets the best, you know, just to show how powerful Beskar is because uh, Rancor can't bite through his head. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of forget. Even, even watching it back now, I forget, dude, that that's also still going on. And by the way, in that scene, if you go back and look carefully, when Cad Bane's on the ground and his hat falls off, you can see the metal plate. If you go back and watch it, they were they were careful to show it. That's the metal plate that Boba gave him. Uh, so they each they each shot each other in the head in their previous meeting in that unreleased version of right. uh, of that duel. Pretty cool, man. Dave Dave Filoni and and John Favreau. And Robert Rodriguez. And obviously Bryce Dallas Howard. And then we had another director. And I forget her name. Um, I apologize. But she was really great this season. This like They killed it on, on all of this. Like I just thought the storytelling was great. And I really, really love this show. I hope. I feel like they could do so much more with it. It's one of those where they could never do another one. And it's not like it's a huge cliffhanger. But at the same time, I don't know about you, but I, I want to see more of of this. I would love to see this. Yeah. Cool what's next on
0: Tatooine? Um, can't forget that Grogu does save the day from the wild rancor that's kind of like gotten away from Boba riding it after the duel. And the one that's kind of like when, you know, the rancor ends up like tossing. Mando and, and fighting off and Grogu just comes out from the, the you know, from cover with Pelly and ends up like saving the day and you know patting that Rancor right in the face, putting it to sleep and ends up taking a little little nap right next to the the Rancor, adorable.
1: Dude, they're they're fr- like they're friends. Yeah. They're gonna be friends because even even before Grogu started doing the Force thing on him, putting him to sleep. Did you notice how the Rancor like leaned all the way in? Like it, like think about like every big dog that sees like a little dog, you know what I mean? And how they like, they'll sometimes like get low to kind of yeah. just like check them out, smell them. It was, it was cool, man. It I, I don't know. That part was great. I don't
0: know. Back at the like Pike headquarters and you know, the, you got the transdotions, the Aqualics, the Clatoonians all getting kind of picked off here with the mayor in the room and whoop, super. I don't know. This is violent. Like this show. People like if if anyone's got like kind of like something like sort of like not great feelings about it. Packed with action, and this scene is like super dark. They literally just hang the mayor by his throat by some sort of like cable. They and you hear him,
1: dude. Yeah. You you yeah. hear his like next. Uh, snap. It, this was this was this was very yeah. this was like very dark. I was kind of shocked, but, dude, if you actually watch, so the closed caption says "bones crack, bones crack." Robert like, Rodriguez dude, like, when he
0: let this this show out or talked about, it, he's like, "It's all killer, no filler." Literally, episodes packed with violence, packed with just entertainment and actions. Great Star Wars content here. You know, it's I don't know. I I thought this this. That scene was awesome. Good for Fennec. You know, can't forget about good old Fennec.
1: I was gonna shout out to shout out to Ming-Na Wen too. That was awesome. I I love that. And then it's like right away, like cut to the very next scene, right? And that's kind of our our. Everyone's like thanking Boba
0: Fett. You know, everyone's kind of like bringing him fruit. The mods are there. You know, Chrysanthem is there. I don't know. It's like all peace has been restored in the city. I mean, deep down, no one wants spice running through there and Boba Fett's like, well, I I'm not fit for this. Ah, Yeah. I'm not fit for this. Why is everyone giving me all this attention? I kind of don't want it.
1: Did you know that? So, so he, okay. So this part also kind of important plot wise, his arm is messed up. So he's been doing the salute. Everyone's kind of bowing to him. So he does with his right arm, he kind of crosses his chest. Right? Does the like Matthew the Matthew
0: McConaughey from uh, Wolf?
1: Yes, from (laughs) yes, exactly. Fat, and he's like, "Why does it have to be the right arm?" And he's you know wincing, and she goes, "Well, you know, Fennec tells him you could take a soak in the back of the tank," and he's like, "It's being used now." Obviously, you and I and maybe everyone else assumed that it was chrysanthem in the back of the tank. We're going to we're going to find out before we get
0: to the end credit scene. um, Mando goes a separate ways. We see the Naboo fighter um, to kind of end the episode, you know, before the end credits. Grogu in the Grogu tube, uh, you know, no droid back there. We said it. It's been uh, closed off by Pelimoto, and he's in the back there. Tapping on the glass with the ball from the Razor Crest. Love this relationship here. Grogu's tapping. Mando's like, no. 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 And and, and Grogu's like, like kind of asking for attention. Dude, you know what I just caught in
1: this that oh, I right. didn't see really quick? I'm on my, like, I don't even know how many watch on this. I did not catch this. Dude, they added the droid at the end. Kitchen, yeah. The kitchen scene. Dude, what? I don't know how I missed that. You know why? Because your eyes go to the main characters. He flips the the melon fruit to Kersantan. So I'm like watching that. I just realized. So now all of a sudden he has that droid. Dude, this is what I'm talking about. You have all these things you can bring into season two with all these major players you bring back pelimoto you bring back the major domo you have chrysanthemum you have that little droid you have a rancor you have the rancor keeper you have now you have the mods you have all these people like what are they what are they doing now right like it's this this is this is his not only that this is his group this is his tribe and I, i just feel like you don't think that the pikes are just like oh you know what yeah, yeah, they right. they lost, obviously
0: oh uh, they probably work lost, with somebody else lost, who's going to get word yeah. that you know maybe that path is open or maybe hey we don't mess with Fed or maybe the pike's owe someone money you know
1: someone's loot but here's the deal like like anything else right when the drugs like think about like
0: Breaking know, Bad
1: anything, like you you watch Breaking Bad right yeah like dude when it stops when you stop moving it and you stop selling it in a territory what what happens right someone's not making money and you're always and it always filters down right so like it's being sold to them from someone so then that person's pissed right so they again i i was wrong we were wrong Uh, we we really thought we were wrong i think everyone thought we were going to see the introduction of crimson dawn potentially they kind of tricked us in the beginning with that little theme because that that was confirmed. That was that theme. I think that um, again could be a could that could be a season two plot. Should they choose to do so? Maybe they're not going to announce it. Kind of like how they didn't officially announce that we were even getting season one of this until it was. Like I always a year uh, away.
0: I did love. Okay, back to the scene with you know, Mando ends up going into. I guess. Not even hyperspace because that shit doesn't happen. hyperspace. I don't know the proper wording for that when he just like takes off like really fast and Grogu's like hands in the air like he's on a roller coaster in the back and the Grogu tube. Yeah, he's he he full oxide. fast and furious back there. Uh, I hope when you guys watch these episodes, you always go through and just look at the concept art, like all the drawings of Cad that you get to see here, Mando and Boba. Like all this artwork is so beautiful. Chrysanthemum, the Rancor, like all this storyboard drawings look absolutely phenomenal. So um, to see this like come to light, you know, to come t- you know to live action from what you know they started drawing in at or whatever, this it, all these posts are really worth it, you know, in the credits. And
1: I think everybody was waiting for probably that moment uh, that we got in last year with. Mando season two, you know, a right? Whether it scene. was going to be
0: for Obi Wan or you know, whether it was going to be for Mando season two or whether it was going to be for, uh, I'm sorry, for Boba Fett season two or Mando season three, whatever we were going to see here.
1: I think people, I think people even thought it was going to be Obi Wan just from the fact that that's the next project, right? I think some people were like, oh, maybe we're going to see a trailer like not really related, or they're on Tatooine, so maybe. But I wasn't expecting this what what we saw and it wasn't they consider this a mid credit scene because it's the the idea there is it's still in between the credits what's kind of lame if if you will is that um and they had to know this everyone was going to watch all the way to the end credits thinking that we would get something else and then and we, we, we get it.
0: then the mid credit scene is the the headmaster the leader the the, the main guy the mod um, and then we get someone in the back to tank, it ends up being Cobb vanth uh the the marshal of Freetown there in the in the back to tank, so no one's ever really gone. It's gonna take some guess some extra work to fix up that blast wound that he got from uh Cabane, but looks like Cobb vanth lives, and you know maybe the job of running tatooine is is for for Cobb or maybe the both of them can split it. It's good to see that. This show ended it's closed, but also open ended for, for more, for more content, which we've stated, love to see more, you know, whether it's the Black Sun or Crimson Dawn or you know, whatever's next for Fett. Right. Black, yeah, wouldn't Black, Black Sun, Sun be like Prince Cesor like that? Like that's what oh, that's what he belonged yeah. to. So I mean there's other syndicates that go into Black
1: will Sun you come? Nice.
0: Yeah, no. That's I was thinking of how to right. not really go for next season if if it, it comes or it doesn't.
1: They left it open ended, where it's like it does. It kind of has a little bow on it, somewhat, right? You're like, oh, okay. It it ends like on a high note, and everyone's happy, and he has his little, right. you know, he has what he wanted. But they could spin it off. They, you know, they could make a Cob fan. They could make a series about him. He's going to be, like, half man, half machine somewhat, right? Like, Fennec has the, you know, that, Robo-Cob. You know, that mod Robo-Cob. guy, the mod doctor. That. Yeah, RoboCob, I saw that. Um, he's going to have some sort of mechanical something with his shoulder, possibly an arm. Maybe he has, like, a Winter Soldier thing going on, which would be sick. Dude, they just add, like, a. They just he just has, like, a gun like some sort of sick gun arm More like now. Re,
0: re, yeah. He has some, that he's going to have some of sort cool. of robotic prosthetic.
1: Dude. I, I really like that character. So I'm, I'm glad that they, they did that. And again, why would you, you wouldn't show that in the mid credit scene for, for what? Like, why would you show it if you're right. not going to then build on that? Just seems like kind of a, kind of a funny waste or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I I think, overall, as a whole, I thought the series was great. You know, I want to go back and watch. Right. it. Right, the story to took us now.
0: right up from, and you know, after Return of the Jedi, right when he was in the Sarlacc, getting out, losing his armor, being a prisoner of the Tuskens, becoming one of the Tuskens, getting his armor back you know, letting people know he's taken over for Job of the Hutt, you know, him having to find his role, you know, in this, like, you know, earn his stripes, you know, win over the people of the city and in, in the in the mods, also trying to, like, pay people off. He, he, he paid off the guy from uh, – with his water being stolen, like, you, you know, trying to just smooth things out. Like, he had to win over the fans in, in this to an extent. Like, people were, like, you know, wanted this. But when – you know, and then in the show, he had to win over the people of – you know, Tatooine. And and he took care of however many syndicates in in doing so. And this man is grown. And this is new Fett, but this is also still the same guy at his core with his bag of tricks using, you know, all his weaponry that he has, all the toys that we love to see. We didn't get to see much of in the original trilogy. So this show really took us on a ride. Two episodes that were full Mando, but, you know, that- helped with the story and like when i said this earlier in the episode and kathleen Kenny said you got to watch all these to kind of get to the end result here and which will kind of wrap up this whole in between story from return of the jedi to the force awakens and this is this is part of that chapter and part of that storytelling and the show rocked I'm i'm super happy that we got it it gave us some star wars content as these movies have kind of all you know, we've, we're getting away from that rhythm, you know, and you can't always compare things to to Mando. You can't hold it to a standard. I think you just got to sit back and enjoy the ride. And if anyone at Lucasfilm and Star Wars and anyone working on these projects, give a season two because there's more to be told here. I left it open-ended very nicely. And Tamora Morrison, uh, I'm happy for him to get to reprise this role as an older you know, older version of himself playing, you know, he played a younger Boba Fett, but uh, we didn't see Kira like we thought. We didn't see Daniel Logan get to put on uh, the suit to play a younger Boba Fett. We kind of just stayed Sarlacc pit till post, you know, return of the Jedi, um, getting that armor back. The show is worth your time and now you have to watch it to comprehend Mando 3 and so on. So I hope the rest of the shows take this formula and, and do that as well for Mando 3. I hope, you know, you got to watch Mando 3 to comprehend what's going on in Ahsoka and if there's any other spinoff series that we don't know about or are coming in this time frame, it's it's awesome.
1: Listen, it's, that was very John Favreau of him to do that. Meaning, you know, John Favreau really kicked off the Marvel cinematic universe with Iron Man and There was nods to stuff going forward in that movie and how Marvel now has made it where you can't miss any other stuff, whether it's a show or a movie, because there's plot points for other projects. And if you miss one, you don't really necessarily understand what happens in the next one. You know what I mean? The difference with Star Wars is it jumps around um, in the timeline so it's not necessarily chronologically happening in order but you notice how they still do things that that they'll say okay this thing that happened in the past makes this thing in the future you know what I mean like you're like oh that makes sense I saw that once before or I didn't know Jedi could do force healing i learned about it here in mandalorian and they showed me in the sequel trilogy or you know what i mean there's a lot of that type of of stuff that they that they go about explaining this you know mandalorian is actually also setting up sequel trilogy stuff we talked about that last week with garrett you know when we saw those clones inside of those tanks right they were kind of hinting at the, the beginning of what they're doing with Snoke and, and, you know, we're still learning about what they were doing with Grogu hoping to do with his blood. I just think that, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing a good job with the storytelling. I wouldn't have expected anything less. Again, John Favreau being involved is like all you need. And then of course, like Dave Filoni, who is essentially, he's like George Lucas. Yeah. It was, he was
0: George's story. direct hire from like Nickelodeon or whatever he worked on. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, but he like yeah, and he but he is the he's the lore guy. He's the guy. It's like we gotta clear it with Filoni. He understands the inner workings of things. He's the guy they go to and say, "Wait, does it does a Jedi do this or does a Jedi do that? Does this would this person ever say this, or 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 would they say that?" Like he's kind of that guy for them. So again, you had these guys involved in the show. I think that's why again in my mind i think it's successful i thought it was entertaining um i love the boba fett character ever since i saw boba fett in empire strikes back and this this delivered for me you know what i mean like for me maybe i don't know being an older guy myself now i'm just like
0: yeah how can you how can you compare the show to nine minutes of boba fett footage in the original trilogy to this like this
1: I just think about like you think about the per- like I think about the person I was when I was in my twenties, and now I'm in my late thirties, <laughs> gonna be gonna be forty soon enough. You know, married and kids, and you're just you're a different person. Things happen, life changes. You know what I mean? You you know you you evolve, uh, and that's what we saw with the character stuff, and we got to see it play out. You know, we literally saw where he picks up from Return of the Jedi to you know in, in present day here i loved it i loved everything about it uh i'm i'm just so excited that this is this is star wars now what a, what a time to to be alive before all i could do was imagine what boba fett was doing i mean again i we did have expanded universe and legend stuff and oh, okay i know he made it out of the star like pit and this and that but it's like to see it actually play out on screen he wrote a rancor. He kills Cad Bane. It just was. It was awesome, man. More than I could have asked for, and I can't wait. Obi Wan, we have it, it. You know, before we know it, it's going to be May, May. And and the other thing is, last thing I'll say, we we'll see if this comes true. But Sunday's the Super Bowl. This episode's going to come out on Monday. What do you think? I gotta believe we get an Obi Wan trailer Super Bowl spot. Biggest, biggest stage, biggest audience they they usually have. You save your best stuff. I've heard that Doctor Strange Two has a confirmed trailer. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna do some DC stuff, whatever. But in terms of if you're Disney and you're showcasing stuff that you want people to tune in for, your biggest things you have coming out are Doctor Strange Two and you know Moon Knight. Obi Wan. I mean, I think that's that's it.
0: Yeah, and I mean they pushed the the poster and the artwork quick on us. It was like a day or two later that they're like, all right, well, didn't even get to digest the uh final episode of the Book of Boba Fett or listen to the All Wings Report and podcast. But here is the um mm-hmm. here's some artwork for the Obi Wan Kenobi show out on May twenty fifth. I think it's been I know it's been. I've had a blast these last seven weeks. I think we have a lot to look forward to. We're gonna take a one-week break. We'll be back on an every-other-week schedule. Um, take a sabbatical. Take a sabbatical. We're gonna get our. We're gonna get ourselves into a back-to-tank. We're gonna refresh, recharge, bring the quality over quantity formula back, and we will. Uh,
1: get some more more guests guests on the pod
0: pod. we have things lined up to move forward with this so thank you again for tuning in these last seven weeks have been a real treat look forward to hearing from you guys as always it's all wings reporting on instagram it's all wings report on twitter it's all wings report at gmail.com for all your toy collectible needs skyward fun supply all wings 10 get you 10 percent off hey Thanks for tuning in these last seven weeks. Book of Boba Fett rocked. Gets an A in my book.
1: Dude, you, you're literally, literally about to I'm out of here. Jump off the pod. You're gonna get in your, your X. Wing.
0: X-wing. Yep. Poe Dameron style.
1: Dude, Vinny is flying down to Galaxy's Edge. For second time, yes. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning,
0: baby. six a.m. flight.
1: Dude, you I hope you're gonna be posting from the All Wings report in Socials, so that you can keep us up to date on Blue what's going on there.
0: And fuzzy tauntauns for me all Let's weekend, baby. Take some. Pic- I will, and I'll bring pic- you, picture. Chris, a souvenir.
1: Hey, yeah, thanks it's been a real.
0: Lot of- it's been fun. Thanks for listening. Until next time.
1: Ba-da-da-dum.